What is up, everyone? It's Denise Salcedo. Welcome to the Friday night WWE SmackDown post show. Today, it is Friday, February 2nd, and this is possibly one of the most newsworthy SmackDown podcasts that we have had in a hell of a while, guys. Um, As a matter of fact, like I thought that we already had a lot to talk about before the ending of the show. But after the final segment and the closing of the show, we have plenty more to get into. I think that this is going to be the one that's going to have people with a lot of reactions. I think that there's a lot of people here right now that are going to have mixed reactions. Um, some unexpected news regard. I don't know if it's unexpected. Actually, I should rephrase that. Maybe not even unexpected, but I know that a lot of people we had gone back and forth about whether or not we were going to see Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. And from the looks of it, that does not look like it's happening. And if you didn't watch SmackDown right now and you're going, what the hell is Denise saying? Well, my friends, we had some big freaking news here today. So it hasn't been made official, but based on what we saw go down with the ending of SmackDown and some of the things that Cody Rhodes says, it looks like they are doing The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. As a matter of fact, they closed out the show with a graphic that says there's going to be a press conference on Thursday uh, in Las Vegas, which most of you guys know is going to be Super Bowl weekend. There is going to be, uh, obviously, the Super Bowl is going to be taking place in Las Vegas. But prior to that, there's going to be like tons of events and things going on. I had just mentioned on Wednesday stream that I'm going to be there at the Super Bowl, but I wasn't expecting there to be a press conference. I actually had no idea there was going to be a press conference. The only thing that I knew was that there was probably going to be some WWE talent at Radio Row, but I did not know that there was going to be like an actual press conference. I had no idea. So I'm sitting here going, oh shit, what the hell? Like there's just so much news. On top of that, we also have um, some news regarding an official WrestleMania match that has been made. Bailey has chosen her opponent. Um, that within itself is already a big story. And then but wait, there's more. We also had a lot of free agent stuff and a big star from WWE NXT was called over to SmackDown. And so when I tell you there's a lot to talk about on today's post show, there is a lot to talk about on today's post show. So let's get to it, everybody. Bear with me because I wasn't expecting all of this here today. Um, all right, so. Also, if you guys want to help support this podcast, get your questions, comments, statements, reactions. Uh, if you're mad, if you're happy, let me know. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to take part in the chat. And then also, if you want to send in a super chat, that's the best way to get your comment read here on the stream as it helps me out a whole lot. Um, let's get to it. Thank you so much to Shelton Jackson for gifting five DWL memberships and also to Tiger Claw Gaming for becoming a new member so let's get right to it guys here we go first super chat of the day Andrew cool says not gonna lie Smackdown should go to three hours nah bro I'm cool with the two hours I appreciate the super chats but I'm cool with the two hours because look at how much we got in this one show we got so much stuff Ebony Prince says great show tonight Smackdown was stacked tonight it was more than stacked. It was stacked and it was newsworthy. It completely wiped Monday Night Raw uh, out of the water because this was definitely a um, we are on the road to WrestleMania type show. We just came off of the Royal Rumble type show. I feel more hyped talking about today's episode of SmackDown than I did talking about the Royal Rumble this past weekend, which is kind of crazy to even say. Mr. Acosta says, Denise, WTF is happening. Holy shit. We got Cadillac Carson who says, ugh. I told you guys, we're going to have mixed reactions here tonight. Fan to Consumer says, hope you're doing well, Denise. I'm done not watching night two. Alameo. <laughs> guys, all right. 
Hold on, we'll get, I'll get to the opinion in just a second. Steven Marchulli says, who does Cody face at WrestleMania? At this point, bro, I have no idea because I am still freaking stunned about that. KL says, the dumbest possible way to get there. Make Cody look like a loser letting The Rock take his spot and make the rumble pointless. Here is where I'm at with this. So I'm going to walk you guys through what went happened and then I'm going to continue reading people's reactions. So as we all know, Cody Rhodes is your 2024 Men's Royal Rumble winner. But on top of that, he is also like the first back-to-back -back champion in like over 20 years or like a very, very long time since Austin did it. Uh, and so he it had this big moment. He goes out there, he wins the Rumble, he uh, eliminates CM Punk, and he points at the WrestleMania sign and everybody's like, okay, we're going about this, you know, uh, we're going about this the way that most of us predicted that it would go. Obviously, prior to the Royal Rumble, we had already been talking about the possibility of it being The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Uh, Sean and I, when we did our Raw post show, we literally talked about the possibilities of the main events that could take place at WrestleMania. But again, this was prior to the actual Royal Rumble. By the time that Cody Rhodes won the Rumble, it really truly felt like he was gonna go after Roman Reigns and everybody was expecting it. Roman Reigns comes out today and he addresses a lot of the comments that Seth Rollins made from this past Monday because on Monday, Seth Rollins, for the most part, had some pretty interesting points that he made to try and convince Cody Rhodes to pick him. He called himself the workhorse champion, uh, all of that. But for the most part, I think a lot of us pretty much expected it to be some sort of swerve for it to be a thing that they're just trying to uh, get the fans to think that that match between Rock and Cody is not going to, I'm sorry, between Roman and Cody is not going to happen. And so I think, again, I thought it was going to be a swerve. I didn't actually think that that was going to happen. So Roman Reigns comes out and he's he was on a good one today, guys, on a good one. And this should have been our big sign right away. Uh, Roman Reigns came out, was making all of these jokes, burying Seth Rollins for not getting a pop from the crowd, saying that he's the workhorse champion, yet he broke his back in three months. And he's making fun of him for wearing his wife's clothes. And really, all of these jokes, right? And so finally, Cody Rhodes comes out and I'm thinking, all right, he's going to come out and he's going to make his official announcement that uh, Roman Reigns is the person that he wants to face. And Roman himself even said, like, why do you want to be number two when you could be number one? I ain't going to beg you like Seth Rollins, but you should be facing me. Whatever, right? So Cody Rhodes comes out and I'm thinking, all right, here we go. Like, this is the moment. And then he said something and I swear to God, guys, when I heard him say this, I'm like, I heard wrong. I need to clean my ears or something because I did not hear this right. And he said that he is going to face Roman Reigns, but not at WrestleMania. And I thought, no, there's no way I heard that wrong. He won the he won the Royal Rumble. He pointed at the WrestleMania sign. There's no way that this makes any sense. What is he talking about? And then he talks about taking some counsel, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, he says one of the counsel, the people that counseled him. We hear the music, if you smell, and the rock comes out. And right then and there, Cody Rhodes has given his WrestleMania main event match to the rock. And The Rock goes into the ring and he has a stare down. No words, nothing is said between The Rock and Roman Reigns, but they stare down each other. And the closing shot of SmackDown is these two guys staring at each other. And then the little graphic in the bottom that says there's going to be a press conference on a Thursday in Las Vegas. And I'm just there like, I can't really explain it. Like, I truly cannot really explain it. I know that Kale here, uh, you know, with his super chat kind of pointed this out. I can't really. I wouldn't. God damn. It just it sucks to see. Look, I'm trying to find my right words, guys, here, because this one really took me aback here. 
It's hard to say that Cody Rhodes did not just give away his WrestleMania moment, his match. Obviously, we know it's not his decision, guys, but in storyline, in storyline, he just gave away his WrestleMania moment to The Rock. With that being said, prior to the Royal Rumble, I had said this on a million post shows. We knew that it had if it if it came between Cody and Roman or Roman and The Rock at WrestleMania that it had to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns. And a lot of people did not like that. A lot of people did not like that because they wanted to see Cody Rhodes finish his story at WrestleMania because that's the biggest of the biggest of them all. But at the end of the day, The Rock is The Rock. And The Rock is not going to come in here and face Roman Reigns at freaking Elimination Chamber. That is not going to happen. He's going to face him at the biggest show, and that is Wrestle freaking Mania. But even then, I was not expecting this after Cody Rhodes had won the Royal Rumble. After he won the, Cody, the, the Royal Rumble, I was dead set that we were going to see Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. So this was definitely shocking. Um, very, very shocking given the timeline of events. So let's go. Let's get some more comments in here. We got Cadillac Carson who says, Cody just walked away. That was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Oh my God, it was, it truly, oh God. And his dog was there. I mean, he wasn't there in the ring, but his dog was there. <laughs> I feel so bad for Cody Rhodes, guys. Like he he won the Royal Rumble the first time. It was this awesome moment. Goes to WrestleMania 39. And how many times weren't we sitting here arguing about whether or not it was the right call to have Roman Reigns defeat Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. How about this, guys? What if Cody Rhodes would have defeated the um, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39? What if he would have defeated him? We could have still had, right now at WrestleMania, The Rock versus Roman Reigns. It wouldn't be for the title, but it would be for the thing that really matters to them, which is the tribal, uh, being the tribal chief, being the head of the table. And so imagine if Cody Rhodes would have finished his story at WrestleMania 39 the way that we thought he was going to. And that did not happen, guys. This is freaking wild. Okay, we got Arnold Nicholson Jr. who says, I'm so I'm sad for Cody. Uh, should have had his moment at WrestleMania. I mean, that's the dream, guys, right? Uh, Pete Templar 101 says, not happy about that ending. You can't have the Royal Rumble winner stand aside for The Rock and not explain what's going on. Because look, guys, business side, we're not dumb. We understand. We understand why they're doing The Rock and Roman Reigns. We all get it. We're not idiots. But storyline-wise... It doesn't totally make sense for Cody Rhodes, like you said, to step aside and be like, here, here you go. Basically served him the rock on a plate. He served him, served him on a plate with a side of a butter roll. You name it, he got it. Uh, John Deller says, does this open the way for Liv to get to Rhea? Um, I do not know what they're going to do with that end, especially because I'm still expecting to see Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. And if we don't get that match at WrestleMania, I am going to be a little bit bummed. I'm going to be real with you because that's like the match that I want to see at WrestleMania is Rhea and Becky Lynch. We got Matt Logan who says here, who says, good to see EO on the main roster, although that match was a little rough. All, um, he says, oh, sorry. Are you talking about EO? No, good to see LP on the main roster. I'm assuming you're talking about, um, who are you talking about? Sorry, Matt Logan, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. My brain is still on Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns at the moment. I'll circle back to you, bro. Dan V900 says, everything Roman said is absolutely correct. And Seth and Cody both look like geeks. Cody has beaten Seth three times. Heyman literally said to Cody last year that Roman was the son Dusty wanted. Like, come on. Yeah, so there's a good chance that the Cody Rhodes match that we end up getting at WrestleMania is Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. However, like you said, we've seen this match three times already. So this would be the uh, the fourth time that we would see this match. So it's not necessarily like the match that you probably wanted to see because when it came to Seth Rollins, the match you wanted to see for him 
was CM Punk, but clearly that's out the door. And then when it came to Cody Rhodes, we were all expecting him versus Roman Reigns. So it's like these two guys are finding themselves in a situation where they may be <laughs> kind of thrown together, but it's not necessarily... If they do Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, I don't necessarily think that is a main event for WrestleMania. I would much rather have the main event with Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. I don't know where you guys are on on that, but that's just my uh, personal opinion. We got Blake here who says you might as well Jeff Cody up as effing stardust. Oh my God. I feel so bad, guys. I feel so freaking bad, man. Because like how... I just freaking spoke to Cody Rhodes. I literally just asked him. Everybody asked him. But in my personal interview with him, I was like, you know, man, the, the, the fans really want you to finish your story. A lot of people, when Sean and I were talking about how it's going to be The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania, again, a lot of people did not want to see that match. A lot of people did want to see Cody. But again, guys. The business side of things, the marquee match is The Rock and Roman Reigns. And don't get me wrong, I am so looking forward to that match, but it just doesn't necessarily make sense the way that we got there. It doesn't make sense because they had Cody win the Rumble. It doesn't make sense because they had Cody Rhodes point at WrestleMania. It doesn't make sense because this was supposed to be like his redo moment. And it doesn't make sense because, um, God, it's just like, he just gave up his opportunity to somebody else who really doesn't need it. But that's that's the way that they decided to tell the story. Luke Turner, thank you so much for the uh, super chat. Says give Bailey everything. We'll talk more about Bailey in just a second. But Bailey, man, I'm rooting for her. Cadillac Carson says I actually really enjoyed SmackDown tonight. All things considered, that Bailey segment was fire. It definitely was. It pulled at the heartstrings. Got people feeling things. Hey, I got a little. I got got a little emotional during that. Just kidding, but it was good. Nick Grosso says, the, ba the, the Bailey damage control split up where was Dakota Kai and whose side is she on? Also, WTF was that Cody and The Rock. And so we don't know where Dakota Kai lands on in this whole damage control drama. And I think they purposely kept her away from TV for that particular reason because she was the person that for a long time I thought was kind of like the mastermind in all of this where I really wasn't sure if Dakota Kai was trustworthy or not. So at some point, uh, I'm expecting maybe next week that they're going to probably get to that. BB says, so if CM Punk didn't get hurt, who would be here? I'm thinking that if CM Punk didn't get hurt, it would be Rock Roman. And then the other main event would be Seth Rollins, CM Punk. Roberto Arsenal says, I'll watch Mania, but not Roman versus Rock. Boring. I, I think, I hope, rather, I hope that it'll be a good match because it can't not be a boring, crappy match, guys. If it's a boring, crappy match, people are going to be like shitting on it, being like, that could have been Cody, that could have been Cody. And people are not necessarily going to... Um, react the way that you might want them to react like here's the thing with roman rock you want to have this like ah moment this this i can't believe this is happening that we're getting to see this match that's the kind of reaction they want you to have that's the kind of reaction i hope i have i hope that when i come out of this match when we all come out of watching this main match that we're going you know what that was worth it but I just don't like the way that we got here. The way that we got here to me is the issue. It's not the actual matchup. I know some people are not looking forward to the matchup, but to me, it's not the actual matchup. It's the way that we got here. That just doesn't um, totally make too much sense. Steven Marchulli says Tiffany versus Charlotte will reign main event a WrestleMania someday. Hell yeah, man. Rafael Garcia says first, good to see a uh, good boy. Pharaoh, uh, the dog. Our Pharaoh, I always forget it's Pharaoh, Pharaoh, right? He says, two, I really hope they didn't put Naomi in a tag team um, with Bianca Belair and Team Bailey and have uh, Dakota Kai cost Bailey the championship. We'll talk more about all of the girls and everything that's going on with them in a second. We got uh, Jimmy Ooper who says, would not be surprised if this was done to get positive press to distract from the Vince stuff. I don't know, man, so far based on the comments here, uh, a lot of people are not happy about this. But point blank, guys, like the Vince stuff is so freaking serious. And there's more news coming out like constantly. Like just yesterday, we had another update with John Laronitis. Today, we had two more updates. I mean, the news is coming out and it's coming out very, very fast. I think that regardless of what we're seeing on the TV side of things, 
nothing is going to take away or distract from the real severity and the seriousness of what is going on with Vince McMahon. Regardless what we're seeing on the, the storytelling aspect of it, excited, fun, cool stuff, whatever. It's not, the Vince stuff is so bad that you're not going to like, there's no, there's no distracting us from that. And I wouldn't be surprised given the way, this is just my assumption, given the way that things went down right before the rumble, I won't be surprised if like heading into WrestleMania, we're seeing a similar situation like we did in the rumble. Of course, I have no idea because that is just like so far out there in terms of just like the severity and everything of it. It's such a serious, serious topic, serious, serious topic. But I truly feel given just everything that we've been seeing, I don't think this is over yet. And I do think that we're going to be seeing just a lot more come out. And I would be shocked if we did it. And I think a lot of people are probably expecting the same thing. Crazy 101 says WTF was that bro? No way. Uh, Kyle says, what did they do to Cody uh, tonight? Oh, sorry. He said what they did to Cody tonight is inexcusable narratively. It was a disgusting move and shows WWE cannot commit where it counts even now the moment. Oh, man. I know a lot of people after WrestleMania 39 were like, let it play out. Let it play out. I wonder how those people feel right now, man. I feel like a lot of those people got their rug pulled from underneath them. Kyle says, but it's a bigger match. Okay, still don't make Cody look like a loser then. I agree with you. I agree with you, Kyle. I 100% agree with you. I agree that this is the bigger match. Rock Roman, which I've said, I've emphasized a whole lot when it comes to the business side of things. But they did do Cody Rhodes dirty. They did Cody Rhodes so dirty in this, guys. Um, it just kind of made him like look. I'm, I don't want to say bad because I feel bad saying that. But it just didn't make him look like a winner. And that's not like it, it defeats the purpose of the Royal Rumble. Like the Royal Rumble. What is the point of the Royal Rumble? The point is to outlast 29 other men so that you can make it to the main event of WrestleMania so that you could win the biggest championship of them all. And in Cody Rhodes' particular case, back-to-back -back champion so that he can try and finish his story. If they weren't going to have Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, they should not have had Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble. I don't know what they could have done, but in hindsight, they could have done something totally different instead of pulling the rug from underneath of Cody Rhodes. We got Ryan Lambert here who says the real story tonight, Bailey versus EO at WrestleMania. Uh, the first official match that was announced for WrestleMania 40. We got Roman Mouton Perry who says, wait, why does him letting The Rock take on Reigns prevent him from challenging Seth? It doesn't prevent him from challenging Seth. From, from, from my understanding, I think he could challenge Seth Rollins if he wanted to. I don't know if he is. That's a whole other different question. But uh, I think he could challenge Seth Rollins. I won't be surprised if that's the match we actually do end up getting. I, I really do think that might be what we get. Stephen Marchulli says, how about Cody versus Roman at Madison Square Garden? Uh, P-L-E. Um, I have a feeling that it's not going to be until SummerSlam. Uh, have they said where SummerSlam's at right now? Sorry, I'm kind of blanking. There's so many events going on, so many locations. But I'm I'm predicting Cody Roman at SummerSlam then. Um, we got Virgil Nomada who says, I feel like Roman Cody 2 was the plan until Punk got hurt. I don't know, guys, because... No, I still think they were planning on... I get what you're saying, Virgil, and I kind of thought it for a split second while I was doing the show, but I think that at the end of the day, they were going to go with Rock with Rock and Roman Reigns. I really, truly think they were going to go with Rock and Roman Reigns, but I guess uh, hopefully we'll find out whether or not CM Punk's uh, injury ended up affecting this too, so that instead they could have a different opponent for Seth Rollins. But then, in that case, they could have done Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, in my opinion, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but in my opinion, Drew McIntyre would have been a pretty cool uh, replacement for CM Punk. Of course, it was not going to be to that level because CM Punk and Seth Rollins legitimately have beef between them. We know that. We know that real lines were blurred into the story. But 
Regardless, I do think that given that the work that Drew McIntyre has been doing, I do truly believe that Drew McIntyre could have been a suitable enough replacement for Seth Rollins. Hell, he could have even done Gunther. Like Gunther has literally been killing it as Intercontinental Champion. They could have done that too. Uh, I do think that there were some options there instead of having to go with Cody and taking Cody's uh, Roman Reigns WrestleMania match. Guys, I feel like a goof. I still have the WrestleMania 39 chair with Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. And I was waiting to, th I was like, okay, at WrestleMania 40, they're going to correct all of this. And I won't look at that chair anymore and feel bad. Now I'm going to look at that chair and feel worse. Like, God, I... The man is on the cover of 2K24, guys. I, I'm not even, I don't even know what to say. Jay Stone says, I love The Rock, but come on, what are we doing here? I thought this was a different era. Jay Stone, I don't have the answers for you. I'm sorry, man. Trey WB88 says, there has to be a swerve. It can't be Seth versus Cody. I don't know, man. I think that that's, right now, that's the only explanation or option that I have um, to think of if anybody else is more brilliant and has come up with another direction they may be going in, please let me know. Uh, thank you so much to Steve Sebastian for the super chat. Cadillac Carson says, last thing I'll say, Cody gave the rock a soulless hug and then he just walked away. That was tremendous. I can't tell if a hug is soulless or not. Maybe I'll have to go back and rewatch that. I kind of got it as like, I, you know what? You might be onto something, Cadillac Carson, because... Think about that. If you're Cody Rhodes, think about it. Everybody put yourself in Cody Rhodes' shoes right now. The dude has nice shoes. Put yourself in Cody Rhodes' position. And The Rock comes out and you know that this is his match. What are you feeling during that hug? I'm feeling, if I were Cody, like I just got robbed. Like I just got robbed, screwed, and basically told, you're not the one. That's how I would feel. It's literally like, Man, that's literally what it feels like. And I hate saying that because that's we don't want that for Cody. Like people want to see Cody Rhodes finish his story. They truly, truly want that. But that's what that felt like. And I don't think anybody here, anybody here, if we were Cody, would want to have to go through that because that sucks. Dan V900 says it was clearly set up for Drew to win the chamber and face Seth, which would have been perfect in light of Punk's injury. Drew wins in front of fans. Who knows, man? It could still be Drew McIntyre. We don't know. But then if you do Drew versus Seth and you do Rock Roman, who is Cody Rhodes facing? You know, I don't got an answer for you guys. Mr. Twilly says, what about Cody wrestling Roman at the chamber? What about Cody wrestling Roman at the chamber and Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania for the head of the table? That would be taking everything from Roman. Um, I guess they could, but here's the thing. I feel like they would have announced that already. If they were going to do this match at Elimination Chamber, don't you think they would have announced that first instead of doing it the way that they did where he just presented the Rock? He would have been like, you know what? I mean, I don't think this is a good answer either, but he could have been like, I can't wait until WrestleMania. No, that would have been so sucky too. Had he been like, I can't wait until WrestleMania. I want you at Elimination Chamber. All of us would have been like, what the fudge? You're going to give up your WrestleMania? There's no way out of it, guys. He won the Royal Rumble. We were all expecting Roman. There's no way out of that. I can't even come up with an, a solution for that. I truly cannot. Um, Matt Logan says, my super chat was about Tiffany and her match. Oh, sorry, Matt. I didn't mean to um, disregard you there. Um I thought the match was good. The only spot that was kind of uh, messed up, or not really messed up, but it was when she did her prettiest moonsault ever. It looked like Meechin wasn't in the right wasn't in the right position. So, or she, maybe to like so the actual moonsault didn't connect. But I did like the matchup itself, and we'll talk more about that in a second. David Kaplan says Cody winning the title from Seth is a weak consolation prize, and what are the Odds that The Rock and Roman will be a poor main event. Unfortunately, those odds are kind of high because we all know what happened to The Rock the last time that he wrestled a match. We all know. Uh, he even spoke about it on the Pat McAfee show where he kind of spoke about all of the things that like got all messed up and tore up inside of him. And 
from the very beginning, when they first announced the world's heavyweight championship, everybody was like, oh, this is just going to be a consolation prize for Cody Rhodes. And I feel like for the longest time, they were almost trying to prove that it wasn't a consolation prize for Cody Rhodes. But if they do do Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania and Cody Rhodes wins that match and he wins the world's heavyweight championship, it is going to feel a little bit like a consolation prize. Richard Martinez says, guessing Cody beats Seth. So how does he get Roman from there? CM Punk getting hurt really messed things up. Shaking my head. Also, where does Drew fit? Yeah, guys, I don't know if this is entirely because of CM Punk getting hurt or if they were just going to already do rock Roman. But then it's like, here's the thing, though. CM Punk got hurt in that Royal Rumble match when he was the final two with him and Cody Rhodes. There is a good chance that CM Punk being the one that got hurt in that moment did end up kind of messing with the Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns match because it's like at that point Cody Rhodes was set to win regardless like once you're down to the final two like that was it Punk's injured you're not going to go with him so you're not going to call an audible to have him win that's not going to happen so you stick with Cody Rhodes but then like I said, then you do Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and then you find somebody else for Seth Rollins. So Darv Stevens says, if Bailey comes out at WrestleMania with her classic hugger theme and look, I will probably cry. Uh, I, I hope that they bring back the purple and yellow shirts because I was a big fan of those. S. Morgan says, the only thing that'll make it better is Rock versus Roman. It's like the opening match on day one and Cody versus Seth is day two main event. There's no way Rock Roman is not, is not the main event. That is main event team. It's got to be WrestleMania main eventing WrestleMania night two. There's no way that matches an opener and there's no way that that's on night one, that that's a night two main event. Jacoby Burton says, can't wait to hear Dave LaGreca on busted open. Uh, he's going to be on, on Monday. So he's going to have this whole weekend building up <laughs> frustration and to finally just like blow on Monday. <laughs> Oh, I feel so bad for Dave. Uh, Ritesh Bansod says, my 12-year-old niece predicts that Cody beats Seth and finishes his story. Roman beats Rock to surpass Hogan's title reign. What sort of booking is this, Triple H? Yeah, and a lot of people were talking about it, guys. That Hogan, you know, that number, a lot of people were talking about it. And Roman Reigns losing at WrestleMania 40 would have been shy of, I don't know how many days, but I think just a couple. Cadillac Carson says tonight was like going on an amazing date and right before you kiss your date good night he or she breaks up with you okay I'm done no you know what this was like you fought to get the date with the girl that you really really want like you really love this girl like you really want a chance with this girl and the date goes great you get to her doorstep you're about to have that really special kiss hell you might even get lucky and you know have a nice night but then her ex-boyfriend comes and it's the man she really loves. And that's it. You're out in the dust. Kyle says, I want this title. My father never won this. I need to end you, but Rock gets this match. I know, Kyle. I know. Christopher Marino says the entire thing tonight feels like a last minute thing to get the news talk to change from Vince. Like I said earlier, guys, that's way too serious. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing getting our... Uh, eyes and mouths away from that because our eyes are seeing it constantly in the news cycle and we're going to be talking about it uh jordan bass says um SummerSlam punk versus seth punk wins cody versus roman cody wins well i don't know how long cm punk is going to be out for um i i truly do not know so i can't really uh predict what we're going down you know down the pipeline where we're at but i think right now i would say cody roman at SummerSlam. Um, Azen says, all I know is I never want to hear about Cody and his story ever again. It makes all the sense in the world why Seth has been groveling to the extent he is to both the audience and Cody. And like, that's the thing. I liked Seth Rollins' promo that he did on Monday. I truly did. I thought that he did uh, a great job. Obviously, you know, he's not going to want to be disregarded. He's not going to want to be seen as the lesser champion. He's been coming out and saying that he's the workhorse champion. I 1000% like get why Seth Rollins did it, but I also get people seeing it as like a begging thing. And even Roman Reigns himself said like how embarrassing, like you're going out there and you're begging. But I do like Seth Rollins basically saying like, dude, what the hell? Like it should be me, man. I'm the man. You're not the guy. I'm the guy. 
So I guess it depends on how you decide to look at that. Rafael Garcia says, I'm watching Rampage to calm down. Can Triple H fight? <laughs> oh, man, guys. I thought tonight was going to be an easy night. I'm like, I'm going to come on. I'm going to talk about SmackDown. Cody Rhodes is going to be on. He's going to say he's facing Roman Reigns. No big deal. Moving on. Like, I was not expecting all of this. Dan V900 says Meltzer said that Cody and Seth Raw promo was not the plan before Punk's injury, where it was a time killer until they figured out what to do. Cody looks so sad hugging the rock. Awful. I'm glad a lot of people caught that, by the way, how sad he looked hugging the rock. Crazy 101 says poor Cody is trending. Shut up. He says this is wild stuff. Poor Cody is trending on Twitter. No. Oh, that's so bad. Hold on. I got to see this. Oh, it's trending on Twitter. Poor Cody is trending. Um, it's not trending on the U.S., but it's trending on the four. Oh, yes, it is trending on the U.S. Uh, it's trending number six. Poor Cody. Uh, the number one trend right now, SmackDown, number two, Roman, number three, WrestleMania, number four, Bailey, number five, Seth. When's the last time we had this many spots taken up with pro wrestling topics, especially on a Friday night when it wasn't like a pay-per-view or something? Number nine is Dwayne, so that's six things. Number 12 is Elimination Chamber, that's seven things. Tiffany's at number 13. SummerSlam is trending. 18. <laughs> there's more. There's 10, 11. There's 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. There are 15 Trending wrestling topics in the top 25 right now in the United States. 15, one of them including poor Cody. Arnold Nicholson Jr. says Cody to AEW. Oh, man. I wonder if Cody's regretting smashing that throne. Oh, God. Uh, AD Mizey says Cody versus Okada. That would be cool, but still, poor Cody. But that would be cool, though. But I don't think Okada's going to WWE though. I'm 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 predicting he's gonna end up in AEW. D Money A Cash says CM Punk called it like Babe Ruth in the Cody promo. My God, Johnny says four way Seth versus Cody versus Drew versus Zane Zane at WrestleMania for the World Title and Priest cashes in to win the belt. God, I keep forgetting that Priest has the cat the Money in the Bank briefcase. But Seth, Cody, Drew, Sammy, Zane. Might as well, guys. Might as well. I would much rather see a triple threat or a fatal four-way for the World Heavyweight Championship than just to see a straightforward match between Seth and Cody because Cena had been there, done that multiple times. So I would much rather see like a triple threat or a fatal four-way. I'm good with that. Um, we got Azen here who says, feels like they're having their cake and eating it too. Seth gets a main event. Cody wins a world title. They get Rock Roman. The They extend his reign. Yeah, they really are. At least on their side, they're definitely getting what they want. Uh, Sean Garner says, if Cody doesn't dethrone Roman, then who will? It, well, it's, I'm not. The, Roman Reigns has to defeat The Rock, first of all. Let's just leave it at that. Like, he has to defeat The Rock. Um, but I am still, I guess, expecting for Cody to dethrone Roman Reigns. I guess I'm still expecting that. I don't really know if I should. I really don't know. God dang, Cadillac Carson says better get Okada for Cody Rhodes for this WrestleMania. <laughs> oh man. I mean, it would be great to see Okada, but you got to think about like storytelling, how they would get there, all of that stuff. It's not just as, maybe it is just as easy as one, two, three. Let's sign him, get him to WrestleMania. Let's make a match with him and Cody Rhodes. But I can't, I feel like it's a lot more uh, complex than that. Edwin Alcavito Reyes says, I bet Cody will come back uh, later and say, heck no, I'm the winner of the Royal Rumble. I want the title and everything else is going to be a triple threat. Now Drew will come for Seth. I feel bad because right now Cody has like, I feel a better, he needs to better explain why he did this. Like why pass up the hot chick? Why pass up your WrestleMania moment? Your WrestleMania match? Why pass it up? Dean Dan V 900 says, all right, who wants to be released and take one for the team and take out the rock any takers? Uh, Dan V 900. Thank you so much for the laugh and for sending that in guys. I'm so sorry. We, I'm just trying to catch up with everything here. I haven't even got into the rest of SmackDown, but truthfully, um, what kind of matters right now is just everything that's going on with, um, with the rock and everything. So it's kind of crazy to be honest, how many people here in the chat and the comments that I've read 
how everybody kind of feels the same way where everybody kind of feels like a little bit duped and Cody Rhodes getting screwed. I think we were all sort of on the same page with that, but we'll keep talking about that as we continue on with the show. I do want to touch on some of the other big moments that happened on SmackDown because there was a lot of big moments. Uh, Keep sending in your comments, keep sending in your super chats, and I will be getting through those. So let's do this, guys. I'm working overtime today. Let's go. Um, Let's go over with Bayley because that was the big story and the other big WrestleMania match that came out of this. So most of us knew that at some point, Bailey was going to be betrayed by the damage control. We all knew it was going to happen at some point. I had guessed that it was probably going to happen at Elimination Chamber. However, on Monday, they said that Bailey was going to be making her decision on SmackDown. I went into SmackDown expecting them to prolong it. Like, I wasn't actually expecting to get Bailey's official WrestleMania matchup today I was thinking that they were going to find some way to stall it and then that we would find out after Elimination Chamber because they tend to do things like that and so that's what I thought was going to happen but basically what ended up happening was there was a backstage segment where um where all of the girls minus Dakota Kai were basically laughing and making fun of Bailey and saying that she was done with and then once they're off camera, it's revealed that Bailey was listening the entire time. And she's got this like puppy dog, sad face look on her. And so she finally comes out. She's out there. She's getting ready to make her decision. And all the girls, again, minus Dakota Kai are there. And Bailey is talking about how through all of this, what's gotten her through everything was her friendship with damage control she starts talking about how their family how they were there for her and all of these things and as she's out there pouring her little heart out to everybody and proving what a great friendship this is anytime she's not looking at them they're laughing behind her back and us the viewers we're seeing that we're seeing her we're seeing them laugh behind her back and so finally the moment comes where she says that she, um, what did she say? Sorry, guys, I'm, I wrote this down. What the hell was it? Uh, oh, yeah, whatever. So she speaks Japanese. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. First she asked them, are you guys done laughing? All right, that's what she said. And then she speaks Japanese. And I'm assuming she reiterated the same thing that she said in English. I'm not really too sure. Uh, that was my assumption of that. And they're kind of like blown away. Like they're like, wait, what the hell? Did she just speak our language? What the heck? is happening here and Bailey basically reveals that she has picked up a lot of Japanese and picked up a lot of what they've been saying behind her back throughout this entire time basically saying she knew all along that this was happening and then she has like this really heartfelt moment where she approaches EO and she starts saying like how could you do this like we were friends and her voice cracks she's very emotional she wants an answer she's asking why from EO Sky and EO Sky is just like you know making this face and eventually Asuka and Kairi Sane attack her from behind and uh, but Bailey gets right back up. She, I think she got like a kendo stick. Yeah, she got a kendo stick and she was almost going to hit EO Sky with it. But EO Sky runs out. She grabs the microphone and she tells EO Sky that she will see her at WrestleMania. So we are getting this matchup at WrestleMania. Bailey versus EO Sky. It is happening. And I just want to say this was the feel good. Keep in mind, this was a really sad this was a really sad story, right? Because Bailey gets screwed by her friends. We all feel so sorry for her. But believe it or not, this was the feel-good moment for all of us. Because now we all know that Bailey versus EO is happening. But, and we we could probably maybe predict that Bailey is going to be uh, raising the WWE Women's Championship uh, with the WrestleMania logo and that pyro going off in Philadelphia. Uh, so, dang, that's what I'm thinking. I, I'm really thinking Bailey needs is going to win, and I'm excited because I want to see her have her WrestleMania moment. I was very happy when she won the Royal Rumble, and now she's going to get her WrestleMania moment. But I thought the execution of this was really good because this was the moment that we all had been waiting for. And I love that they didn't catch Bailey by surprise. I love that instead, Bailey knew that this was going on behind her back the entire time. So 
that's where we're at with Bailey and EF Sky. Let's go, Team Bailey. All right, we got some super chats in here. And this one here is from Giuseppe, who says, Will Travis propose to Taylor after the game? Uh, I don't think so. They haven't been only been dating for a short period of time. David Kaplan says, On a serious note, the Vince News has put a permanent stain on WWE. It is horrific and on par or worse than the Benoit tragedy. Thoughts? Thanks, Denise. So I have kind of talked about this quite a bit when uh, Reg and I did the Royal Rumble post show. And so I'll kind of just summarize a little bit of what I've been saying. But it... Because there's just so much, guys. Like, I've been really, like, I've been watching all of the interviews that the lawyer has done. I've been reading all of the articles. I read the entire lawsuit. I've been listening to the podcast. I've been listening to what people are talking about, what experts and people that know way more about this have been saying. And so it's just been, like, so much of this information coming out. You know, hearing what the lawyers are saying, what John Laranitis's lawyers are saying. There is so much to this story and there are still so many unanswered questions there's a lot of speculation as to whether or not you know more people are going to come forth there was another story today that came out about the uh, legitimacy of the ndas that were signed and so this story has so many layers and we're just gonna keep like you know, peeling and there's going to be more, I think, coming out. Obviously, you know, when it comes to the actual um, physical portion of it, of what went down, it was absolutely horrific, disgusting. I kept, after I read what I read, I kept replaying everything in my head because when you read something so awful, it stays with you because we're human and Horrible things happen and it's going to stay with you because you don't want to ever think about this happening to you or anybody or anybody that you love. And even though we don't even though we don't personally know Janelle Grant, she is still human and this horrible thing happened to her. And, you know, there is other stories that we from the previous Wall Street Journal's reports, but we still don't know, like, you know, the, the in-depth details. Like, I feel like this was one of the first ones where we got so much detail in all of it, that it really just added to the um, serious nature of it all. When you really have those details smack, right smack in your face, it's just a whole other beast, you know? And it's like, it's very sad for, for, for the victims, for all of that. It's very, very sad. And I just hope that, I personally hope that through Janelle Grant's bravery, through her being able to come out and speak about this and issue her lawsuit, I really hope that her wish about other victims coming forth comes true. Because that's the only way there's going to be justice served. And I do hope that um, that more victims come forth. And like Janelle Grant, I forgot what the exact quote was, but uh, her lawyer had said something along the lines of, you know, the, the door being open, the fresh air coming in and letting this be the moment for things to finally change um, within WWE and all of that. So that's where I'm at with that. Obviously, there's still so much more. I mean, that could be obviously a separate podcast within itself talking about everything that has happened there. Uh, but thank you so much, David. That's a little bit of a summary there. Brandon Simmons says, I think Cody versus Roman at Elimination Chamber. Then the, the Rock, sorry, let me read that again. He says, I think Cody versus Roman at Elimination Chamber. Then the Rock comes out at the end to cost Roman uh, the title. Again, guys, I feel like they would have announced that match sooner. Don't you guys think like if they were going to do this match at Elimination Chamber, that they would have announced it tonight instead of letting everybody think that that's just that 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 Roman and Cody is probably not going to happen until SummerSlam. Like, don't you think they would have told us tonight? Maybe maybe they could. But I, I just feel like if they were going to do Elimination Chamber that we would have found out already. Sheldon Jackson says Bailey having the Batista 2005 vibes with her overhearing EO backstage, just like Batista overheard Triple H and Ric Flair was a chef's kiss on that segment to me. Hell yeah, everybody right away was like putting the memes and the pictures and the moments of that. So like everybody was like, we know, we 
We remember. We know what's up. Uh, Sheldon, thank you so much for the generous super chat. Um, All right, guys. So the other big thing that I want to talk about in regards to SmackDown, because this was also pretty big news, um, and that is that we have a lot of stuff going on with free agency. So here we go. Tiffany Stratton, guys. Tiffany Stratton is now officially on the main roster. Uh, she is no longer on NXT. She is now over on SmackDown. It was announced today. She was at the Royal Rumble. She was entrance number 29. And she came out. It was her first time in the Rumble. She killed it. She had a really, she had several awesome moments in the Rumble itself. And she did good, man. I think for quite a while, I feel like, I feel like if you hadn't seen Tiffany and then you saw her at the Rumble, you know why she's on the main roster now. Like compared to a lot of the main roster girls, I truly felt that both Tiffany and Roxanne kind of outshined a lot of the main roster girls. And I'm not talking like, you know, your Becky Lynch's or Bianca Belair's. I'm talking about like the ones like on the lower card. And when you see your developmental talent go out there and really perform the way that they perform, there's no excuse for them still being on the developmental brands. Like, take a chance. Put them on the main roster, especially for the women. We have such a slim roster for the girls that you need to add more people. Like, that's the point of developmental, right? To get these talents ready for the main roster. And Tiffany Stratton, uh, she's got everything that you could possibly need to be a successful WWE superstar. She's clearly got the looks. That's the first thing we see. And her presentation is already spot on. She has my favorite gear on NXT. Her character is spot on. Uh, you look at her, you hear her talk, you see her little segments, and you get it. It takes 10 seconds to understand who and what Tiffany Stratton is supposed to be. Then you see her wrestle in the ring, and um, she is good. Given how quickly she picked up pro wrestling, it's actually pretty astonishing. And that is because she's a former gymnast. And I recall Shawn Michaels saying this actually in a WrestleMania press conference that he did last year. He said he felt that gymnasts were actually the ones that picked up pro wrestling the fastest. And honestly, can't argue with that, especially with Tiffany Stratton as an example. She's a former NXT Women's Champion. She didn't have a long reign, uh, but she had a pretty kick-ass match with Becky Lynch on one of the PLEs. And so um, she's set up for success, guys. She's going to have a bright future. I will not be surprised if this girl is pretty soon, in the next couple of months, years, whatever, she's going to be... Um, you know, the girl that you see on a lot of these branding stuff, you know, similar to Bianca Belair, where she's out there promoting products and having reality TV shows and doing really cool stuff uh, outside of WWE, but in line with WWE, promoting WWE, going out there and doing media interviews, all of that stuff. Uh, I really see Tiffany Stratton doing that uh, down the line in her career. But uh, the future is looking bright for that girl, and I'm really happy for her. Uh, Naomi, who we know came back at the Royal Rumble, she is officially going to be a SmackDown superstar. So I'm excited to see what they end up doing with Naomi on the show. And then the other person we need to talk about is... Um, um, Jade Cargill. So Jade Cargill, as we know, also came out uh, in the uh, Royal Rumble. And she, she had her big moment. She eliminated Nia Jax. She, alongside Naomi, uh, eliminated Becky Lynch. I was about to say deleted. <laughs> uh, deleted Becky Lynch. Uh, eliminated Becky Lynch. Um, and... So she had great, she had great moments, man. I got to talk to Jade Cargill afterwards. She's very, very lovely. Uh, and she was just very, very excited to be in the WWE. But there was something that Jade teased, by the way. In my interview, I don't know how many of you guys have seen it. Go see it. In my interview with Jade Cargill, she, when I asked her about that moment with her and Bianca Belair, one of the things that she said to me was that whether they are in the ring as opponents or in the ring as a team that they're going to make magic. I feel like she wouldn't have just said that just to say that. So I have a feeling that Jade really is going to be on SmackDown because she had that, um, she had a little backstage interaction where Nick Aldis welcomes her 
They didn't, they didn't officially announce her on SmackDown or anything like that. But um, from the looks of it, they were going to have some sort of conversation. And she's been having conversations. We've seen that, right? And all of the appearances that she's done. But uh, given that Bianca's on SmackDown, I don't know. I have a feeling that they are going to um, make them into a tag team. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm not really too sure. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening there. But I feel like given uh, just kind of what she said in my interview, I kind of feel like maybe that was a little bit of a Easter egg of some sort. So we'll see. Uh, so that's where we're at right now. Jade Cargill did, did appear on the show. Uh, the other person when we're talking about free agents is Braun Breaker. So Braun Breaker, as we know, for a long time, people have been asking, is Braun going to the main roster? Not is when is Braun Breaker going to the main roster? And today they kind of teased him signing on SmackDown, but uh, before Nick Aldis can get him to have pen on paper, he is confronted by Adam Pierce, and Adam Pierce is like, nah, like we need to talk too. So Braun Breaker says, okay, he's going to, I guess, show up on Raw, and he's still undecided. He's going to go to Raw or to SmackDown, but either way, he's going somewhere. It's happening. Uh, he's most likely no longer going to be on NXT. So uh, it was about time. I think he did all that he could possibly do on that brand. So that's where we're at. Uh, also, I did mention this earlier, but uh, Tiffany Stratton did have a match against Meechan. I personally liked the match. I thought there was a lot of cool stuff in it. I thought Meechan looked phenomenal. She went out there and she had a little bit extra fire. I also spoke to Meechan and she had said that her goal for 2024 is to really climb up the ranks. And she's such a cool talent. Uh, I don't feel we've scratched the surface with Meechan just yet. And I felt like today she had a lot of fire in this match with Tiffany Stratton. So uh, it's looking good for the women's division over on SmackDown. Uh, but let's go ahead and get some more uh, comments here. We got a couple of super chats that I want to get into. So here we go. Um, where am I at? All right, this is from Sheldon who says, also, Mia Yim saying that she was standing on business and got her ass kicked by Tiffany in like six minutes. Uh, Mia, when you say you're standing on business, you need to be 10 toes down and truly stand on business. Uh, she did good though. Obviously, like they weren't going to have Tiffany Stratton lose in her uh, debut. Uh, but I thought this was probably one of the better matches for Meechan that we've seen on SmackDown. At least I felt that way. So I feel like even though she lost, there was sort of a win in there because she looked good in the match. Darf Stevens says, where do you think Jade Cargill goes? I would say Raw so she can dominate for a year to set up there and Bianca for the next year's Mania. I'm going to go in reverse. I'm going to say SmackDown. Start off as a team with Bianca Belair. Break off and then feud with Bianca. We got Farron Wolf Esquise who says, I'm here for AEW Cannonball Review. Choo-choo. <laughs> Cadillac Carson says, somebody check in on Cody. Make sure he's okay. Well, poor Cody is apparently trending on Twitter. Dan V900 said, Cody said, I'm a rock fan. I don't think he's the type that would come in and meddle with a story that's been told over the past two years. Oops. Thank you, Dan V900. All right, guys, get your last minute thoughts in on this whole situation with The Rock and Cody. I don't even know what to say anymore. I, I really, truly don't know what to say. All I know is that I don't think I was expecting this to go down the way that it went down. We got Essex uh, Kopitsu says, to me, Rollins is even more right. Rock versus Roman, it really is the Hollywood title. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to Essex uh, for sending in that super chat. I appreciate that. Uh, David Zaldivar says, finish the story is also trending on Twitter. I told you guys, uh, 15 pro wrestling related topics were trending on Twitter. Uh, we got Tiger Claw Gaming who says, Rock and Cody's current... Rock in Cody's corner for his match at WrestleMania. Bro, at this point, it's looking more like Cody in The Rock's corner. Oh, no. Why did I say that? Oh, I feel so bad. Oh, I feel so bad. This is messed up, guys. I really like Cody, so I feel really bad, actually. Tiger Claw Gaming, thank you so much for uh, the comment here. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right guys um one final thing to get into and then we'll pretty much close out the show unless we get any more additional super chats to get it get into uh, also before i get to that one final thing just a heads up to everybody uh if you haven't yet over on my youtube channel you're already here on this youtube channel um this past weekend i have uploaded 20 no 
uh, God, 30 something. I don't even know how many interviews. No. Yeah. It was 37, I think in total this whole month, but like 29 in the last couple of days. Um, there is so much content here on the channel. If you guys haven't checked that out, please do. I spoke to all of your favorite uh, WWE superstars. You guys can watch my interview with Cody Rhodes, Jade Cargill, Bianca Belair two times, Rhea Ripley two times, and also uh, Liv Morgan, Dakota Kai. There are so many up there. I hope you guys will check them out. There was some good stuff. I was very, very proud of the work that I got to do this weekend. And from the looks of it, I may have more stuff coming since I'm going to be planning on being at that press conference uh, in Las Vegas. So I'm very excited about that. We'll see what happens there. Um, I'm assuming The Rock's going to be there, so that'll be exciting. Uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, keep an eye out here on the channel. Also, on Sunday, I will be here with Righteous Reg, and we were gonna be, we're going to be talking about NXT Vengeance Day. So if you guys want to come in and hang out, you're more than welcome to. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'm live on this channel multiple times a week. On Tuesdays, I'm here to talk about NXT. Wednesdays, AEW Dynamite. Fridays, WWE SmackDown. Saturdays, I'm here to talk about Collision, except this Saturday because it's my aunt's birthday and she's having an 80s party. And then uh, Sunday for pay-per-views, I'll be here for NXT Vengeance Day. Um, all right, guys, we've got a couple of chats that I want to read. This one is here from uh, SSBS Fanboy who says, after Roman's promo tonight, who in their right mind would want the heavyweight title? Let's be real. For a second, everything he said is true. Some of the things that Roman Reigns said during that, he said, and I'm just going to summarize. He said that within three months, Seth Rollins broke his back trying to carry that show. I was like, oh, man. Uh, he said that he walks around here wearing his wife's clothes and he's out here calling himself the guy. He made fun of the money that Seth Rollins makes. He says that he works all of this. Uh, he works so much more than Roman Reigns, but that Roman Reigns is waking, making way more money. So he kind of did all of that. And then he made fun of the fact that he didn't get a pop when his name was mentioned in this promo. And he told Cody Rhodes that why was he going to be number two when he could be number one. Now that I think about it, why did he say that? Because now he is going to go for the number two bout. Oh God, there's just a lot in there, guys. There's a lot in there. But Roman Reigns was pretty funny today. Jared Jackson says, you sounded so proper staying standing on business. I've never said standing on business before. So <laughs> that was my first time. Thanks, Sheldon Jackson. Thanks, Sheldon. I appreciate that. Um, and so I kind of felt kind of funny saying standing on business, whatever. I have to say standing on business, guys. I can't say it the other way. I feel I feel funny. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why I just feel funny. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, the last and final thing we need to get into Logan Paul, Kevin Owens, guys, they had Logan Paul open up with a promo and he goes off. He's shitting on Kevin Owens saying he looks like a pissed off donut. He mocks. You know what I think about it? Two people mock Seth Rollins today. First Logan Paul and then Roman Reigns. If I were Seth Rollins, I, I'd be pissed right now. Um, I'd be coming for both Logan Paul and Roman Reigns after that. But anyway, so Logan Paul mocks Seth Rollins. He mocks CM Punk. Kevin Owens comes in. He interrupts him, calls him an unbearable idiot. They go back and forth after what happened at the Royal Rumble. Uh, Logan Paul says that Kevin Owens bit the bait, that he set him up uh, to use those brass knucks and thus get himself screwed in the match and that he fell for it. We had a match between Kevin Owens and Austin Theory with Logan Paul on commentary. Not a bad match, a fun match. Uh, Kevin Owens gets the win. Nothing much else to add there. Uh, Logan Paul also gets into it um, backstage with Bianca Belair. I was really hoping Bianca Belair whooped his butt because he, he was acting all sorts of rude. Um, so maybe we'll see Montez Ford versus Logan Paul, possibly. Hopefully, because after that, he should be coming out to defend his woman after how rude Logan Paul was to her. Although, I'm pretty sure Bianca Belair can handle her own business. But anyway. Her own business. I can't say it, guys. I tried. Sheldon. I blame Sheldon for all of this. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So that was the other thing. Uh, also, we had a fatal four-way match. Pretty deadly. LWO, La Familia, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn get the victory. They're going to go on to face a team 
from Raw, and whoever wins that match, uh, we still don't know what team from Raw, but whoever wins that match is going to go on to face um, the Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber for the tag team title. So that is where we're at on what went down. Um, we got Ronan Mike Clips who says, do you think Triple H told Cody, I owe you one? I don't know if you watched True Detective on HBO, but I imagine Punk sitting in his hospital bed watching Ross saying to himself, time is a flat circle. I don't watch True Detective, but on my timeline, I saw some people um, talking about True Detective, but I think they were talking about it in regards to the Vince thing. I don't watch the show, so I'm not too sure um, what the context of that was, but I can probably put two and two together there. And so you're actually the second person that I see bring this up, but maybe with a different portion of it all. Anyways, um, it's hard to say because I thought when Cody lost at WrestleMania 39, I thought that this, this portion here, him winning the Rumble and going to WrestleMania 40, I thought that was the one that he was owed. So now he's technically owed two things, in my opinion. Am I wrong? Does, is, he, is he just owed one? Is he owed two? I don't know. I just feel like they really did Cody Rhodes dirty. And I, I I have to agree with the hashtag poor Cody because it's messed up, guys. It's messed up. I don't even know what else to say anymore. Sheldon Jackson says, don't look at me. You did it to yourself. Saying standing on business, being so proper, LL. We standing on bidness over here. Bidness. I can't say it. I give up. Sheldon, I give up. Um, but no, guys, for reals. Um, I guess closing thoughts on all of this is. Roman Reigns and The Rock at WrestleMania is good for business, but they did screw Cody Rhodes in all of this. I really wish that they wouldn't have had him win the Royal Rumble if this was the way that they were going to go about it. I don't really think that Roman Reigns, I'm sorry, I don't really think that Seth, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes is the other main event. I hope that they find a way to spice that up. I would prefer maybe adding Drew McIntyre to that. Who knows? But guys, I don't know what to say. This was a shocker. This was definitely a shocker just with given the way that we got here. Given the routes, given the journey that we got here, it's a shocker. Had we gone some other direction, I would have been perfectly happy seeing The Rock versus Roman Reigns. And I'm still going to enjoy I hope I'm enjoying that match come WrestleMania 40. But uh, just the way that we got here, I would have definitely taken a different route for sure. All right, guys. Um, I think that's it, everybody. I think I got everybody's uh, comments. I appreciate everybody tuning in uh, to the show. And I uh, thank you guys so very much. Please do not forget to subscribe and check out some of the Royal Rumble content. And I'm going to go on Twitter now and see what the hell is going on. And just go from there, guys. We'll see what happens. But we are officially on the road to WrestleMania 40. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>